Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Some quotes are meant to inspire. I've not yet begun to fight! And some quotes save you money. Go online or call 855-ELEPHANT to see how much you could be saving today. More care, less cost. Discover the elephant difference at elephant.com. This is the 2018 NFL Draft, exclusively on the Team 980. The Washington Redskins select. Now live from Redskins Draft Fest, presented by Pepsi. Here's Clinton Portis, Fred Smoot, and Kevin Sheehan at FedEx Field. HTTR <laughs> with the 74th pick in the 2018 NFL Draft. The Washington Redskins select Jerron Christian, tackle, Louisville. And we are at FedEx Field. It's the Team 980's exclusive coverage of the NFL Draft. We're live from Redskins Draft Fest at FedEx Field, presented by Pepsi. Kevin Sheehan, Fred Smoot, Clinton Portis, stop by and see us. We're right inside where the Bud Light Pavilion is uh, in Section 131, right right by Section 131. And a lot of people will be coming out. Hey, guys, we got a lot to talk about. First it, of all. It feel like game day, first of all. Well, not that much. It, it does for me. It felt good walking into the stadium. It was people greeting you. It felt like I was finna play a game right there. Did you go out and take you your warm-ups? the Rose Rush right in the front. <laughs> hey, hey, no, I man, I, I, you I, blocked the entrance. Hey, I feel else. great. Then I seen big Chris Samuels when I walked in, big Dockery. Yeah. Hey, I feel like it was time to play some ball. They weren't walking. They wobbled in. They was both living of, in here. Both of them was wobbling. Every so. bit of 360 apiece. Yeah, that was a good sight to see. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw them walking outside the stadium as well, and I did see Fred's uh, Rolls Royce. And of course, it was, you didn't. And it was it was blocking the entrance and the exit to the Orange Lot. Uh, but we're here at FedEx Field, and the Redskins are going to pick in the fourth round, uh, the 109th selection overall. They've got a fifth round, a sixth, and two sevenths today. But what we do have to start with is what happened last night. The Redskins traded back in the second round, picked up a third rounder. Masterful. Masterful. And then they got Darius Geis running back LSU with, by the way, red flags all over Geis. I don't see any red flags. You well, need red flags. No one else on this team has red flags. Uh, too many church him. boys. So, exactly. So you need someone that they can lead. If, if everyone on this team has to take it under, uh, into their control and come and take Geis and get him going in the right direction, that's how you develop leadership. So even if he has red flags, this is the perfect team for him to be on. Well, you want a super team or you want anything. Like, I'd rather go to a new addition concert 
certain. Knowing that Bobby Brown can do something crazy at any time. What about Ralph Tresvant? That's what I'm saying. If any time something can happen, then I go to a BB and CC Wine's concert. Like, at the end of the day, I don't see any red flags. We've seen this before. I went through it on my draft day. Envy kills everything. You, yeah, you that's because you failed drug uh, tests. No, no I didn't by. fail no drug tests. It was something said, then threw a red flag. As soon as it was cleared up, I get picked two play. I mean, two picks later. Just like this kid, he went through some emotional ups and downs last night, especially when he felt like he was a first round talent. Some angry agent that he fired comes out and hate on this guy, man. That, that's crazy, man. I've always looked at that as spineless. Every Just time keep I've in mind, it. they thought the New Edition was going to be the new Jackson 5 when they came out. Well, they were until uh, until Bobby and Raph decided they had <laughs> other plans. So right. I'm, I'm like smooth. I would rather go to a New Edition com uh, concert not knowing if Bobby Jack, I mean Bobby Brown going to show, show up as well. We yeah. don't know Do you If think, he show up, it's extra. Do you think the only reason he dropped were the stories, and let's for those of those uh, those of you who missed them, the stories were as follows. First of all, chronologically, he was apparently interviewed on XM Sirius about a month ago and said the teams during an interview or a team asked him if, if his mother was a prostitute and if he were gay. Now, apparently, according to Adam Schefter, he came out a few days later and said, actually, nobody asked me about what I said on that radio station. So that was the first red flag. Some immaturity and, by the way, storytelling. He, uh, then you get this story that comes out yesterday that he got into an altercation with Howie Roseman in their interview, in his interview in Philadelphia. Is this the only reason he dropped? Or could it have been that he wasn't the best or second best running back in this draft? Well, if the worst thing you're going to do is tell a lie, I'd take that player any day. Hey, hey the guy pulled he, he, he got a small case of Pinocchioism. I ain't told a lie. <laughs> if, if that's all I got to worry about is a guy lying, and I ain't got to worry about him going out, getting in no trouble, and other stuff, I can take that guy any day. Yes, it shows some immaturity, but come on, we're drafting kids. All right, the only grown man we drafted was Kevin Ridley. He's 25 years old. Other than that, these are kids. They're going to make mistakes. It's not a red flag for me, man. Just I love a player with a purpose, and any time players drop in the draft, they play with a purpose. That's talent plus purpose. I think we won with the second round pick. Yeah, I agree with Smooth. I think you win with this pick for the simple fact he he has to come in with the chip on his shoulder, feeling like you're the best running back, and then you see all of these guys go in front of you. It, it's guaranteed to put a chip on your shoulder. But when you look at him, the immaturity that someone told him to say that. Yeah. Like, that's not something you just come up with and lie about on radio. Hey, they asked me about this. Someone had already crafted a story. Maybe the agent who he don't put it out. From it. Yeah, like, oh, this is what we're going to do. We're going to play this role. So when you look at this kid work on the field, he didn't have a lot of talent around him at LSU. And that's hard to say because LSU usually have great players. So uh, yeah, when, but quarterbacks hit that campus and go from five-star yeah. to one-star instantly. But the offense, everything about it, for him to come into this situation, if given the opportunity, which I'm sure we will, um, find a way to get him the ball, he's a hard-nosed runner. And that's all you care about. All the off-the-field stuff, who cares? When Manti Teo had a girlfriend and he imaginary was so girlfriend, it's an imaginary girlfriend, all of a sudden he got to the NFL, you haven't heard anything about it. I think it's going to be the same with this guy. Like, you get the opportunity, now you're here, you can you can alleviate all of the 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 question marks and anything else. He just has to go out and play football. What would bother the two of you? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Right, as like, long as you ain't hurt nobody, as long as you ain't did nothing wrong, man, football is a gladiator sport. We want gladiators. 
You don't go to the church house looking for gladiators. What would bother me is if you had trouble past, like if you had, you know, domestic violence issues, you yeah. got to stay away from that. Outside of that, hey, people make mistakes. You know, you can't have any, any allegations against women. But outside of that, anything else I would be fine with. You know, um, even if you hurt somebody, sometimes you get a little angry. You know, as people long as you fight. Didn't, yeah, gonna you, happen, you gonna fight. Hey, he shouldn't have picked a fight with me if I hurt him. And so, it's easy to judge kids. It's easy to sit here and judge a twenty, a twenty, nineteen-year-old, eighteen-year-old kid about something that they do. The thing you're gonna do when you draft these kids, you're supposed to bring them in these organizations, and you're supposed to nurture these guys. You're supposed to uh, you're supposed to develop these guys, and, and not help nurture. Fix, you gotta nurture them too. They're kids. Yeah. Are you giving kids millions of dollars and say, "Here, you into the world"? No, I think it, it, it's it's a process in the way you have to actually help these guys develop. One one of my favorite um, axioms that Coach Thompson, who was on this sh you know station for years, once and he used to say it all the time about players. He said, "I would rather have to tame a fool than resurrect oh, a yes. corpse." Yes, sir. And I that totally kind of attitude is what you want. And they haven't had enough of those kinds of players. Now let's talk about him as a player. Did you think Clinton he was the second best back in the draft behind Barkley? Yes, I thought really? he was a phenomenal back. If if you look at my top four behind Barkley. It was... Um, Walton, Walton, and Walton? No, no, no. It was Geis, actually, Miami, at Miami, two. Miami. Hey, just because Mississippi <laughs> State don't have problems. Oh, oh, hey, hey, cool. hey, I'm just saying, the last couple of years, Mississippi State done put out better pros than Miami. Who that Prescott is... It's no guy from uh, Miami. That had a great first season last year. It doesn't matter. Des Bryant Tell me a quarterback right from Miami in the league that's better than that. Tell me a defensive lineman in the league that's better than Fletcher Cox. Tell me an outside linebacker that's better than K.J. Wright or Preston Smith. You Bulldogs. tell me. Hey, uh, these are all dogs. <laughs> hey, it's no corner in the league from Miami that's better than Big Pay Slay from Detroit. These, At the end of the day, we're better the pros. People, are these the people that you're going to relay, I mean rely on when you talk about Mississippi State? Because if they, I get they the name in the list of UM As greats. A, not greats. We're talking about today. Yeah, that's today. because we've been down. Look at, yes, look at who we had recruited. The U has turned upside down to an end, we'll meaning be back. nothing. Well, they went down. down nothing. <laughs> Throw up the end. Well, I, 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 I would tell people to come over here. Me and Smoot probably get into it. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> hey, and you, see, people don't know. Uh, CPO, Mississippi guy, too, so he's torn. He's torn. His roots come from Mississippi. That's where he ate them greens and cornbread, <laughs> and that's why he could run that ball. <laughs> All right, it's Clinton Portis, Fred Smoot, Kevin Sheehan. We're live at the stadium. Team 980's exclusive coverage of the NFL Draft. We're live from Redskins Draft Fest. It's presented by Pepsi. Deron Payne's going to join us here. Darius Geis will be by. Chris Thompson, Morgan Moses, Mason Foster, and more. And obviously, we will keep you up to date on the draft as it unfolds here in the fourth round as well. The Redskins will have the ninth pick in the fourth round and we'll start to talk about some of those players that are still on the board here in a moment but I do want to get back to Geis and his ability a lot of backs went before him yeah so we are in agreement whether right or wrong that the red flags are the reason he dropped more yeah. than other players were evaluated higher Listen, I think it was more of people questioning if you look at LSU's offense right LSU offense was so simple and I don't think people really believed his football knowledge was there due to the offense that LSU ran. Given the right situation and the right coach, someone who's going to demand um, demand perfection out of guys, he's going to come out to be an excellent pro. When you look at these other guys, it's a lot of question marks in the running backs with players, period, that feel entitled 
a lot of players are put in position to win. You know, everyone was talking about Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones was never the the, the um, guy you had to stop when you played USC. It was Sam Darnold. No one went into the game plan game planning to stop the run if you're playing Sam Darnold. So you look at everyone's situation. Guys, he was a focal point. He was all LSU offense had. Every week, week in, week out, he was a focal point. I got to stop guys, and we will beat LSU. Now he's going to be in a situation where he can go out and play football. He doesn't need to worry about everyone game planning for him because you have other talent around him. He had no other talent around him at LSU. Well, I thought he was the perfect pick. Uh, the big question with him is, can he be a Swiss Army Knights? Can, can he be a three-down back? That's what we're looking for right well, now. they don't need him to be a three-down no, back. We have to, but you have to have somebody that comes on the field that doesn't have to lead the field. The, the great thing about CP, he never had to lead the field. When we want to pass the ball, he can go out and catch the ball. Right. Uh, he can stay in the block. Right now, when you look at Chris Thompson, it ain't like he can't tote the ball for three downs, but can his body take it. Right, uh, P. Ryan, can he play on third down? Not a good pass blocker, not a good catcher. If this guy guys can bring this thing, a three down threat, a guy that when he comes out there, you don't have to change the offense. You can continue to run the offense. If you want to hurry up, he's the guy that can stay out there. Can he prove to be that? Because that's why they drafted him. They wanted a three down back. It was him, or Sony Michelle. They, them were the, the two backs I think they really got focused on in because these guys can stay on the field for three down. You know who carried his team against the toughest teams in the SEC? Carry on Johnson did. Yeah, oh, I like Carry on Johnson like carried his team much I, more than Geist did. I see Le'Veon Bell when Listen, I see Carry on Johnson had more. Carry on Johnson had more help around him than Geist had. Carry on Johnson was in an offense that much schemed, better. Yeah, a much better offense. Ogeron, Matt Canada, terrible offensive system. But it's patience LSU. when he runs the ball. It's With very similar with to Carry on. Yes. Le'Veon Bell is his comp. Yeah, yeah Carry on Johnson is, is Le'Veon Bell light. I Maybe really like him. I really like Carry on Johnson when he it went comes to pick to before, by the way, to Detroit. When it comes to contact, I told you to go back and watch Carryon Johnson. His I did. Body I watched is Always turned sideways. If I sit down and watch film with you, I could point out Carryon Johnson. Hey, I had him rated. I just like guys better. I know. So it's no knock on Carryon Johnson. If we were talking about Bo Scarborough, I would say, you know what? I had Bo Scarborough as an undrafted guy. Why did? Why is he dropping so far? Why don't you like Bo Scarborough? Did you watch Bo Scarborough? I watched him. I he, thought he was he a big added, man. This year was nothing. different than last year. Yeah. Last year, when he came on the field, he looked like a first-round pick. Well, you should have came out year? last year instead of this year. Maybe, you go win the national couldn't. championship, and you weren't a major part of it, and you leave school. Like, you have to have some kind of impact on the game. When you watch Geis, Geis has impact on the game. You know he's getting the ball. You know there's not going to be big holes. You know they're not scheming. It's hand him the ball and let him do whatever he can. And he had success in that. So when you find guys like this, imagine what it's going to be like when you find a coach like Coach Gruden who can scheme and put him in, in situation and put him in a position to win. As, as Smoot said, you're talking about a three-down back. Geis can be a three-down back. I watched the guy at his pro day. His hands look good to me. They didn't ask LSU him to just didn't throw right. the ball. They, they didn't so. ask him to, but I'm going to tell you, this is what I like about guys. He fell in the draft, so we're dealing with 225 pounds of pissed-off man. Yeah. That's what you got to love. Yeah. Players with a purpose. A lot of talent in this draft. What's going to be their focus? It's three guys that has a fire lit under them, and that's Lamar Jackson, that's Josh Rosen, and that's guys. Watch out for these guys hey, in the first Maybe year. Derwin James, too. Hey, he first fell off, a little Lamar bit. Yeah, Jackson, Jackson ended up in the 
perfect situation. Perfect. I know we need to be talking about the skins and their draft, but it was some great picks in this the draft. The little brother down the street all right, well, we got time. We got, we got three hours to go through all that stuff. But I do want to ask you about Jay Gruden's system, the inability to run the football over his time here, and how that will change with who should be a feature back. We'll do that when we come back. The draft starts at noon. The Redskins have the ninth pick in the fourth round, and we will get to their third-round pick, Jerron Christian, uh, during this hour leading up to the draft as well. It's the Team 980's exclusive coverage of the NFL Draft. We're live from Redskins Draft Fest at FedEx Field, presented by Pepsi. This is the 2018 NFL Draft, exclusively on the Team 980. Here's Clinton Portis, Fred Smoot, and Kevin Sheehan at FedEx Field. He's got some energy now. He's got some energy. So uh, just bottle that up and let it unleash on Sundays. Not so much on Thursdays and Fridays, but he's, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a fun guy to be around. Uh, you know, I enjoyed the small time that we had with him. We'll wait and see. You know, I can't wait to get him here and uh, spend more time with him, teach him the playbook, and let him get down to what he can do. Jay Gruden talking about the Redskins' second-round pick, Darius Geis. If you missed it, they traded back in the second round with the 49ers, picked up a third-rounder. Smart, smart. They drafted Jerron Christian, a tackle from Louisville, and we'll get to him in a little bit. And then they drafted Darius Geis in the second round, who fell really in a big way probably the biggest uh draft day disappointed player thought he would go day one ended up going late well, i don't know maurice hurst from michigan there, there was a guy he's got some said, injuries though right yeah, yeah i thought he, he, he fucked the field in the heart condition yeah, yeah. exactly clinton portis is here fred smoot is here we're outside uh section 131 inside fedex field on the concourse uh, right near the bud light pavilion Come out and see us. Deron Payne, the Redskins' first-round pick, is going to be with us. Geis will be here. Chris Thompson will join us. We'll find out how he's coming along health-wise. Morgan Moses, the same. Mason Foster and more. All right, here's what you you made a comment, Clinton, about you're going to get into Jay Gruden's sort of sophisticated offense, and now you've got a real back. But the one thing he's never done anywhere he's been as an OC or a head coach is schemed up a running game. Well, Are you confident that he'll be able to do that? Has it been more back or more This is what scheme? I'm confident in. If you watch LSU film, obviously they didn't scheme anything. <laughs> and, and he still got yards. what Geis had to do in that offense, when you put him in this situation, just give him the ball. He's going to figure it out. He's a guy who's instinctive. He's a guy who's tough. He's a guy who can play football. That's what you want, a football player. It's not like he was in one of these offenses that was just a wide-open offense. This is a tough, hard nose. All he's done is run into brick walls and find a way to make it through. If you look at him in the open field, he punishes defenders. No one wants to come up and tackle him. He's going to carry that over. The best thing about him is he's playing with the chip that Smoot just said. The guy is pissed off. You fall from the first round to the 59th pick in the draft, you have a chip. You have an edge. You have a problem with a lot of people. So knowing that he had success in LSU's offense, that was horrible. I mean, you could go and get a with high no school team. Ever. No quarterback no, nothing. If you look at his offensive linemen, they run into each other. Guys are falling. He just get the ball and run. Hey, you know what? At it, 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 the beginning of this conversation, what you have to think about with Coach, 
Football is situational. Coach pass is situational. The offense is going to look a little different with Alex Smith out there. The checks that Alex Smith is going to do at the line, he's going to run when, it, when that safety not in the box. He's going to pass when that safety come down into the box. He's going to check to the best play available. He's going to be able to attack the edges. You can attack the edges with Kirk. This offense will look a little different. So with Coach being able to use all these weapons. Now, the big question is, Vernon is a pass-catching guy. Uh, That's it. You don't have a blocking tight end. You don't have a blocking tight end. So right now, when when Jordan is on the field, you know he's not going to run behind him. And that's what I know as a defensive back. Anytime he's to my side, I know the check to the run is automatically going to be to the opposite side, uh, to the A and B gap. So that's something. So Sprinkle is a guy that I see there developing. He's a guy that only blocks, though. Can he develop into a pass-catcher? So now the defense don't know everything you're going to do. But still, I think you have enough weapons. You can spread Jordan Reed out. Everyone, everyone in the stadium know you're not running behind Jordan Reed. He's a receiver. Stop asking him to block. Just put him out and let him go out and be in the slot. Well, we'd like to just ask towards. him to show up and be healthy. Even if you get for that. 14, hey, listen to me. Games. Fine porcelain is, is, is nice <laughs> when you're looking at it right there on the shelf. But it's breakable. No, it's breakable. Now. Well, it's, I know what's not breakable. Guys. Obviously, he's been running to a brick wall for his entire college career. I mean, even if you look at Leonard Fournette coming out, he was a bowling ball. He was a guy who had to go out and get it out the mud. He the had hard to go way. and create. Yeah, so you got another guy. You got a smaller Leonard Fournette. You got a guy with a lot of attitude that's going to come and change the system. And you don't have to. I don't think you have to change much of your scheme. Like, you winning you found the perfect. You just need better blockers. We can't forget Especially about P. Ryan, though. You can't you forget just, about P. Ryan. I thought he, he, he showed something at the end of last year. He can run the ball between the tackles. He has one thing with his vision sometimes. He what we call a buttocks runner. He runs into the buttocks of the offensive <laughs> line. So we don't have to worry about him hitting the hole the right way. Right. If he can clear <laughs> that up and show that he can catch on third down, I think he's a workhorse type of back. Yeah. So well, we have a lot of depth. For one, you're not going to run the ball enough to have to worry about giving P. Ryan uh, being a workhorse in Geis. You have Geis, who's a three-down back. When you take him off the field, you're going to put Chris Thompson on the field. Everyone else is going to have to get in when Geis decides to tap his helmet and say, okay, I need a guy to spell me. So let's not even put them into the equation. The next thing is, you don't have enough football. It's not like we're going to go out and change our offense and run 30 or 40 times a game. Geis is going to have to do whatever he has to do with 17 or 18 carries. If he get 18 carries, I'll be ecstatic because everyone else got 12 carries. Yeah. 12 might have been the highest. Yeah, but I, but I think that's what you that. have to do because Chris Thompson, I don't think, it ain't like he's not gifted, but I don't know if you can put that load. I don't think his body can bear that load. Right. So he's a 10-touch, 12-touch guy. It doesn't matter if his body can bear the load or not. Smooth. You just drafted Darius Geis in the second round. I don't give a... I can give Chris cares. Thompson was unbelievable last year. You want to make I sure totally he touches agree. the ball. I watch Chris Thompson. I love Chris Thompson. When Chris Thompson went down and got hurt, I, I damn near cried myself. The offense but changed. You're coming back from injury. You have a young stud. You have a young guy that's ready to come out and be real violent. Watch his film. This is a violent he player. He says Marshawn Lynch is who he's, he, he patterns his game after. That's what he told I me. I don't care right. who he patterns. He, he's, he he's not after. Lynch. The body type's different than Lynch. Man, don't that you think man the run men, hard. He's tough. He's a hard-nosed runner, and all he knows is football. If he didn't make it in football, I don't know what else he's going to be he doing. He could have probably played the option. piano. That, the way it's looking, he could have played the piano. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, at least he could have been a judge. He lied in court. <laughs> <laughs> things happen.
Hey, at the end of the day, I think we got a steal right there. Well, I, you got a you got a value pick for sure. We, most this definitely. guy pre-draft was late first, very early second. You got him at the end of the third. And, and now doesn't right, mean it's going to work. Right now, that's all people talking about is the guys work. like we didn't uh, draft the House of Pain with the first pick. Right. You know, I think he's the guy that's going to have a day one impact on this team. You're not going to see it in the numbers, but at the end of the day, a guy like Jonathan Allen is really finna love the fact that they cannot double team him in an interior no more because we got the house of pain right there over the center and i think Listen, that's going to change the defense you want to be honest yeah. i have to be honest. I, hold on I, this is you didn't love the pain. i ain't lied since 92 i just went seen the pope boy you lied to me the other day and said uh, no, you was on your way and never showed I, up i just went seen the pope man listen in being honest i think with these first two picks you got a first round talent in the second round two first Guys, rounders. it seems like you got two first rounders now if you don't go out and, and make this play and add a third round, that was great. Now that's good front office work. You add a you you move back in the draft, you add a third round pick. You got two first round talents. You know you know who you said that about two years ago? You said that about Sua Cravens too. No, no, we ain't gonna yes, throw, no, ain't gonna throw the Sua in here. I'm gonna pull you it up. You pull it up. You play it was, on anything. I never right, said then, that about Sua Cravens. Hey, then it was cool. Then it was cool. It was definitely cool. From day one, Sua Cravens was playing out of position. I was the person to say, why in the hell would you play him at linebacker? Hey, first of all, if you look down in the sewer, you don't see number roaches and rats. Right? <laughs> at the end of the day, the guy just went good for us. The guy had his mental makeup just did not work for us. I am sorry. I'm sorry. But just remember that not enough due diligence was done on Cravens. They didn't even know about his AWOL at, at Southern Cal. Hey, and I don't draft Southern Cal players. I'm just either. telling you the well, truth. I, I All right, so that's one philosophy. No USC players. I this don't is the best thing them. that the Redskins have done to this point. I told you earlier I would only I draft SEC country, not southeastern region, not the SEC. Oh, because, southeastern yeah, because Miami's region. in the ACC, but they're in but the southeast. But they in the region. So where it, fits his, it fits his philosophy. Oh, no, That's where they're hey, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, maybe a player out of Texas. Year in and year out, you'd hey, be proven hey, right. No, no, no. If wherever right. they grow cotton and it's 100 degrees, <laughs> at, that's where you get your football players And at. they don't have air conditioning. They, they don't have air conditioning. All they do is run outside. We are products of our environment, and at the end of the you day. You got to find them kids who couldn't run in and out, who grandma and big mom wasn't playing. Ooh, you couldn't wee. come in and out of the house. Once you walked out Saturday morning, run that you had to stay out. Walker, Doc says, no air conditioning, no garages, single parent household. Oh, yes. That's his that's his that's makeup of a, of, of a draft player. Over big house, everybody's sleeping on a pallet. You and ten cousins. This your way cousin it right. in the bed. You <laughs> draft like Pete Madden. draft starts at noon. We'll get to their third round pick, the big tackle from Louisville, when we come back. It's Kevin Sheehan, Fred Smoot, Clinton Portis. We're live outside section 131 in the stadium. Come out and see us. Dilly dilly. <laughs> This is the 2018 NFL Draft, exclusively on the Team 980. Now live from Redskins Draft Fest, presented by Pepsi, here's Clinton Portis, Fred Smoot, and Kevin Sheehan at FedEx Field. All right, come on out to Redskins Draft Fest at FedEx Field and come see us on the lower concourse in Section 131, just inside the Bud Light Pavilion. Kevin Sheehan, Fred Smoot, Clinton Portis, the Redskins will have the ninth pick in the fourth round when it begins at 12 noon. All right, we talked a lot about Geis. Um, the other pick uh, last night was in the third round when they picked up that third rounder from San Francisco. And he was tackled, Jerron Christian, a 6'5", 300-pound tackle from Louisville. <laughs> yeah, versatile. 
He's very versatile. Play each tackle. I think they want him to play a little guard. And you got to realize we got two starting tackles that's coming off of surgeries, right. hurt. So it was a it, it was a pick that I truly truly understood. And we know one thing about this guy: he can stay on the block because he was blocking for uh, Lamar Jackson. So you know the one thing about him: he's a patient blocker. I heard he has really good feet. But I talked to him last night, and he might be a mute. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he literally might be a mute. Oh, boy. Can he play guard? He, I, he said he could play guard in center. So, as Smoot said, he's a versatile guy because he was blocking for Lamar Jackson. So, not knowing what was going on behind you, you had to hold your block a little longer. Little you had long. to be a little stronger in the pocket. He didn't get a lot of holding penalties. So, obviously, he can come here and transition. I don't see why it's so hard. If you play offensive line, you play offensive line. It's no uh, unless you're playing center. Yeah. Guard and tackle is the same thing. Like you should feel better at guard, be guard because yeah. you, you got a guy outside you and a guy inside. And you don't have to worry about it. Like you, the guard is the first person who who you know this is who he's blocking. So if he's three hundred pounds and six five, you stick him next to Trent. Hey, you got you a pretty good player. You got a pretty good And you got a line. guy that can also back up tackle with Ty and Secchi. Yeah. And we know last year where they ran into big problems was all the injuries during the course of the year. We're here at FedEx Field against the Cowboys. They lined up one starter and three third stringers that yeah. they brought in the day hey, before. Hey, you know, I watched, and that was a problem. I watched guys tough it out. Trent toughed it out. Moses toughed it out. Like, I really watched Moses touch the ground all 16 games. Something went wrong. So, you know, hopefully we won't have the, the rash of injuries that we had last year and I think that attributes to the offseason training too so you have to look at the the club as a whole when it comes to that uh let's go back to Thursday night um I know you were on uh both of you guys were on the station yesterday but overall thoughts on Deron Payne uh Clinton go first <coughs> Deron Payne for me because I had to watch all of the running backs coming out of the SEC, watching Auburn, watching your guy Auburn, watching Georgia backs, watching LSU. So I saw the teams that he played against. And against some of the better guards, like the guard from Notre Dame, the guard from Georgia, they, kind of, they, they pushed him off the ball. So for me, if he's going to be the anchor in the middle, He's going to have to get to the point. He's sprinkle not going that back. salt, sprinkle that he's salt. He's not going back. Hey, I think this guy, I, I, I don't think he's Vita Vale, but I think he's a guy that can hold his own in the middle. He's a guy that came into Alabama around 340. Now he's around 310. He's a guy that played with John played with, uh, 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 I'm trying to focus. Resident <laughs> cheerleaders hey, walking I'm by right in front I'm of us. I'm trying to focus. Hello, Hello how y'all doing? Everything good? <laughs> they, 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 they make playing football worthwhile. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Let, let me get back to the, uh, the task. Well, why don't we just hey, take the show in that about? direction? Yeah. yeah, we need to follow and walk with you. Hey, you know, it was hard, man. I was trying to really focus there. and They, they, they right. really threw me. But back we can, to pain. We can go to a break real quick <laughs> and then say, come back. Back to pain. He's coming to a team. Basically, we're Alabama North right now. He's <laughs> right. coming to a team that he's going to feel good playing with his compadres. He's a big guy, almost immovable in the inside. He's going to have to learn some more no, pass we can move him. What you're going to have to do is find an anchor. If he's going to be the anchor of this defense, he's going to have to get strong. Well, when you say anchor, he's going to be the nose tackle. He's going to be yeah, the nose. At nose tackle, you can't go backwards. 
And if you start to go backwards, just what's wrong with just giving your yourself up and creating a pile? You have to push right. the pile backwards. The quickest way to the quarterback is straight ahead, one straight line. And the one thing about your nose, if your nose gets any penetration, it sets up everybody else on the outside to have one-on-ones. And I tell you well, one person saw that can't that be all year long. Hey, I tell you somebody that can't be blocked one-on-one. Allen can't be blocked one-on-one. I'm sorry. When he left the defense, you could tell a visual change in the rush defense and okay, the pass. Is, is pain going to push? The, uh, yes, pain is going to push the pocket. Pain okay. is going to push the pocket. You couldn't get anything better. You don't think better. so? The jury I think is, is out on my side. Well, he's the a Miami guy. My Miami side. guys hate Alabama guys. See, no, I, I think it sounds to me like you think pain is more of just a gap filling, not a playmaker. Is, I, I thought he looked like a freakish athlete. I thought he was a playmaker. Yeah. I guess I'm. Maybe I got a TV that's in black and white. Hey, I'm it, watching the it, wrong Maybe player. you got a flow model TV with the big butt on it. I don't know what's going <laughs> on, but at the end maybe, of the day, maybe I'm watching. Maybe I'm watching the wrong guy. Hey, so I, when I look at this well, guy, you don't you don't see an athlete dumb. when you watch him. When, yeah, in it. When you look at the championship game, he made plays. I'm not saying this guy can't make plays. I'm talking about all the time consistency. When you're going to make this guy. This is going to be the anchor. This is my nose tackle. This is who I go out and get, who I need to create havoc in my backfield. Will he be the guy? That's my question. I don't know if he's so the guy. So what would you have done? Would you, if Vea had been there, would you have taken Vea? We can't say that because he was gone. Darwin I, I know, James. I, I That's the to, question. Darwin James, uh, run paint. That's the question. I, or Edmonds. I, I would have took Edmonds. That's who I would have taken. Because with Edmonds, you get an opportunity to get a year guy old, who can run freak. around. You get a guy that's a freak athlete. You get a guy who you can rush. You get Payne can only clog up the middle. He's not a guy who's going to get to the quarterback and make sacks. You still don't have a rush in. You need to go out and add a guy. You know what? You just picked up a pick. You get to take a chance on a guy. If Hurst is still on the board... Go at him. Then you got a great you got a great draft. I don't care who else you draft, who I else think you, you bring draft in Josh, for the next three Josh years. Sweat, if you go get Florida Hurst, State, a, a, a clowny clone, the guy come out if he don't have an injury to his leg and had to go through all the surgeries. We're talking about a top ten pick. I think you get value with Joshua Sweat. Right now, I'm talking about a You edge get value rusher. with Hurst. Like, Man, Hurst, Hurst was the top D right, hey, right now his heart is pumping Kool-Aid. We don't know what's going on with Hurst. Right now, Joshua Sweat is a guy, another guy. That would be hey, because he fell we're just there. glad it's pumping something because he's got issues. Got a, bless him. Hey, Hopefully it works saying. out. Hey, that's but there saying. is a medical issue with Hurst, well, which is why guy, he's dropped. What about it a guy like, like it's a me- uh, medical issue with half our team that was on IR this year? So it you know, doesn't matter. If Landry, Harold Landry, had dropped to their pick in the second before they traded it, yeah. Do you think they should have picked him? He was close. No, he was I, no, no, no. You, you got, got, you got the best pick. You got, got the best pick. You had you, to get. But you still don't have a pass rusher. Yeah. No, yeah. we don't. So at what point are you going to address that? You can't keep well, on saying, you know what, uh, I'm going to Ziggy Hill. Isn't Hurst more of an interior defensive lineman? Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, he's going to be a guy who can pu- uh, push the pocket. What That's a, what I'm what saying. What about the dream of the draft? What about Shakreen Griffin? What about the guy from UCLF that don't have a hand? What about that guy? You don't want to draft that guy? Yeah, Shakreen. I thought it was Shakreen. That's what I thought it was. Shakreen. Shaquille, <laughs> whatever his name is. Yeah, you, hey, what about that you guy? You got the hand right. Yeah, he doesn't have a hand. I think he's a guy that you have to this look at. Crazy. 4 4 40. The guy can run. The he's guy made tough. Play. He's physical. He made plays. He even had some picks. So I would take a chance on him as well. I, I, think, I think he's a talent. I got a cousin. Fat cousin Willie don't got no neck. He's been fine. <laughs> so at the end of the day, if the guy can play football, the guy can play football. And you would think. After seeing what uh, JPP did, 
they can get him a prosthetic and everything can work out. I think that's a guy you should have on your board right a now. Guy, I think it's a guy you take a chance on as well. You just picked up a pick. You get a value pick. You added this. You already won with your, your first three selections. Now you can take a chance, chance on the yeah. guy. You can take a chance on the fly. You can take a, a chance on the guy that's a question mark and add some kind of athletic ability, some kind of team speed. You can go and add a bad butt to this team right now. So when you talk about Shaquem Griffin, when you talk about Hurst, when sweat. you talk about Don't sweat, sweat. So sweat. these are guys that are great value picks in the fourth round that you can come in and bring who could have been first or second round potential, but for whatever uh, issue, they drop. What about Arden Key? I, he's a guy he that went. went. I, I, t- did I don't he, like go? Key. Hey, I, I think I, he went. I did he go? I, didn't, I thought he, he did. I thought anything. he saw he, that he you went. You don't like him. Too long for you. I, I, got, I, I got two like guys that I want to ask anything. you about. We'll do it when we come back. One of them's uh, an inside linebacker and looks in plays just like Zach Thomas. We'll talk about him when we come back. A few others as we project to the fourth round, which starts, by the way, in 15 minutes. Kevin Sheehan, Fred Smoot, Clinton Portis. It is the Team 980's exclusive coverage of the NFL Draft. We're live from Redskins Draft at FedEx Field presented by Pepsi. This is the 2018 NFL Draft exclusively on the Team 980. Here's Clinton Portis, Fred Smoot, and Kevin Sheehan at FedEx Field. And we are on the lower concourse at FedEx Field. Yes, Section we are. 131 just inside the Bud Light Pavilion. Come out and see us. Clinton Portis, Fred Smoot are here. I'm Kevin Sheehan. And we've got draft day coverage. The draft starts in about 10 minutes. The fourth round will start. And the Redskins will have a pick early in that round, the ninth overall pick in that round. That fourth rounder was the one that they swapped with Denver in the deal for Sua Cravens. Uh, And that's what we're going to talk about now. They're going to pick pretty early. I mean, they'll have a pick here in roughly 30 to 35 minutes. I'm going to ask you about a couple of guys. First of all, Anthony Averett's a corner. Oh, yeah, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. He is still on the board. Do you think, do you guys still see a Listen, need what's for with all these Alabama players, man? What's wrong with them? Hey, all they know how to do is win. They sleep with their hands in there, and they stay there. How how many of them transition to the NFL? Hey, now, this is what I say. Allen. Hey, this is what I say. We talked about schools and what players not to draft. I don't like USC quarterbacks. I usually don't like Alabama corners, but Minka Fitzpatrick is the new Charles Woodson. I think he's special. I like Minka. I I don't usually like Alabama corners, so CP is right. I usually don't like Penn State running backs, but Saquon Barkley could be a Avenger named Football Man. The every man now, is, is perfect. Every now and then you get a guy that's, you know, different, that it, don't fits the realm, that probably should have played somewhere else. But now you're talking about finding a corner. Why not go find a speed guy? You need either a speed guy or a ball hawk. Why not go to Penn State and get Marcus Allen? He's a safety. Yeah, he's a safety. He can play, but uh, why not get a guy like Deion Kane from Clemson? How about a receiver on the what edge? About, what about Hamilton from Penn State? De- Deshaun Hamilton. He's a guy that can I go like out there him. and make plays. Number five. Yeah, number five. Made I, plays I every time. They- Are we having, can I ask you something? Are we having buyer's remorse about uh, Paul Richardson? Because we could have got a, a trade for a guy like Martavius Bryant. Or we could get a dead guy. I don't care who you bring in. You should have traded for Martavius Bryant. Regardless. Almost I definitely. Have, you could have had Jared Rice put Martavius Bryant on the other side of him. I think Martavius Bryant is a true well, number one. And the one thing oh yeah. that Pittsburgh know how to draft is wide receivers. Point blank, well, period, always and forever. Yeah. If you want to go that route, Stefan Diggs was on the board for three rounds. And they drafted Crowder, who we love. 
But Diggs went in the fifth uh, they round. Didn't keep, Crowder, they didn't want to keep and Diggs he was around right here. hometown. They didn't want to keep well, Diggs around the other Diggs <laughs> family members. Uncle Willie Diggs. They didn't want, that, they didn't want none of that to, to, to uh, be why, in the way. Is Uncle Willie a problem? Yeah, hey, hey, first of all, all black men got an Uncle Willie. Hey, and Uncle Willie always got a son. They don't nobody know his real name. Roll Uncle Willie around. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. All right. Um, here's a linebacker. Josie Jewell from Iowa. Zach Thomas, number two. The man, he all he did was make tackle after tackle. Do you think we're set at inside linebacker? No, I don't. I think I think Zach Brown is a great inside linebacker. Mason Foster is good for what he Stop what it. he's good for. But you, if you got the opportunity to go out and bring in a linebacker that's going to be on the field, Shaquem Griffin. If you got the opportunity to pair him with Zach Brown, it's a no brainer. Hey, and you can't keep continuously worry about people' feelings. Like we have, we we we're so worried about competition and competition because you don't want to intimidate or cause fear. They brought every running back in the NFL in here while I was here. Sean yeah. Alexander, Larry Johnson, Willie Parker, and the list goes on. Liddell Betts, Rock Cartwright, the list goes on. It's competition. The best man will rise to the top. That's what you need. You need to create competition. Go out and get guys. Mason Foster, hey, he's a good player. But Mason Foster is an overachiever. He's outplaying himself. I don't even think Mason Foster felt Ooh, like he was. Tall salt. <laughs> I think they look at Griffith and they say, you know, they, they, everybody's always going to bring up the hand. But I think the guy can do everything everybody else does. He, he gets the ball. He sacks the ball. He, he gets interception. And I feel like just because you got one hand, that shouldn't stop you. You know, I like Fetty Wap. He got one eye. He still can rap. So at the <laughs> yeah. end of the day, the, you, you can achieve what you believe. Yeah. And I think he's going to be a hot commodity when it Fetty, comes to Fetty Wap doesn't have to tackle. Yeah, but Fetty Wap need to get a new yeah. agent because if his uh, agent's going to let him ride four-wheelers, they crazy. I want to go back to something you said, and we really didn't answer, and that is are we having buyer's remorse on Paul Richardson? How do we even know he hasn't stepped foot on the field? Because there's other number ones out there that you could have got for a cheaper price right now. You could have got Dez, lit yeah, up. But, but, but this team, I don't think this team has not shown. I, do. I, don't, I, I don't. I do. I, I think don't. that Dez is one of those players that once he started to get the foot in the anchor injuries, he never got a chance to really get back. So that's why he doesn't have the top end speed like he used to have. So why would you go and bring him in as a number one, knowing he don't have top end speed? I think you can move forward. You could go out and get some of these guys in the draft. Bringing in the kid number five from Penn State would be a great addition. Kane would be a great addition. You go out and get guys like this, all of a sudden young receivers don't usually make an impact right away. They just don't. The reason they don't make an impact right away is because you hold them back. If you look at all these young kids that came on, when you look at Stephon Diggs, he made an impact right away because Minnesota didn't have other receivers. They forced him to ball, and all of a sudden you see how creative and how talented this man was, so you fed him the ball more. Stop putting a leash on guys and just unleash them. Let them well, go but you don't, you, you don't have to put a leash on guys, but I got other weapons on this team. I got Crowder who works the inside. I got Jordan Reed, one of the top uh, tight ends in the game. I have weapons. I have Paul Richardson. I have guys that's going to go out to make plays. So no receiver we bring in is going to be instantly a number one. But I watched three receivers go in the top of the round, I mean first round last year, and yep. they probably had a combined 20 catches Look, between, the, uh, between the three of them. How about this? The last few drafts, all right, in 15, Amari Cooper made an, an immediate impact. Kevin White, Devontae uh, Parker, stole money. Aguilar did an impairment, still stole money. Robbed Aguilar, the bank with Aguilar no man. Aguilar improved. I know, he but, was a but big what part. Fred said is, is it, it he didn't make an impact. impact. He didn't make an immediate right, impact. How about the, the, the Dachshund draft? The only guy that played well in his rookie season was Fuller. 
Yeah, we are full. And then he got hurt. Laquan Coleman Treadwell still Treadwell ain't made no money. Treadwell's still missing in action like Doxson. Braston Miller didn't make an impact. Uh, but he, 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 he was playing round, good was he? until he got hurt. And yeah, then, but he still has that quarterback year, mentality. Last year, you did see Mike Williams as a rookie and Corey Davis at the end of the year for Tennessee. But John to, Ross, where was he? Well, he was hurt. And so I'm he just saying, hurt. though, no, yeah. no immediate impact. The only one that made an immediate impact was uh, Juju Schuster. Smith Schuster. Uh, he's right. the only one so that made impact. So why not going at a guy that's a speed guy who can be kick return, punt return? You need a return man. You do. So even if he doesn't get on the field and make an impact as a wide receiver, you got a return man that all he does is specialize in returning his first year in the league until he gets his foot in the door and finds his footing and you can put him on the field. I think Crowder still is a good uh, – I think he's still a good returner. I think he just had the yips last year. I think he just could not get it right last year, but I still think you got a good returner. He was that's borderline a, that's, a, that's a good way to doing, put it. Because what you're he, doing is giving yourself competition. I'm not saying remove Crowder. I like Crowder as well. But now Crowder has to be on his A game. He doesn't get the yips, and he can't sustain the yips because you have another guy that's sitting right here hungry and waiting for an opportunity. I, 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 so you're creating competition. All right, I got a player that I know both of you watched a lot, and he's apparently got red flags all over. I like but, red flags. But 81 at Florida, Callaway. I love him. Yeah, me okay. too. I love him. Now, the Antonio reason, Brown. The smoke a little weed. They, hey, hey, Antonio Brown. Hey, weed so, is legal in D.C., all right? At the end of the day, let the man. Hey, sometimes people are savants, just like I was a big Scott McLuhan fan. Let Scott drink. If he going to drink and do the job right, let the man drink. All right, I Callaway totally can play the game. Antonio Brown is what I see when I see this guy. Listen, when you look at Callaway, if it's, if it's just – Marijuana that he that <laughs> right. he's struggling with. Who cares? Half the world. Well, smokes the problem with it now. is you're not eligible. If if you if you get busted and you get tested and busted, you may not think it's a problem, but the league still does. I, so I you're not going to play. But they shove opioids all, all I, down I, your throat to get that. you to go out and, and play. And you know what? It's going to probably be legal within Callaway's career life. I think he's a game. I think he's a game changer. I think he's a game changer. I totally agree. But you would That's then it. have two players in the draft if you took him with. Sort of some baggage. Good. Guys you got, don't you got need well, these you players on the team. Good. You got these You players. say good, but Cravens had baggage and it didn't work out. That's Man, we a want different eight. baggage. That wasn't baggage. Yeah, that was Craven a lost that his mind. That was start. different. That was a USC guy who was in the Hollywood life. This is what he wanted. You should have knew that. You go into Hollywood to get a guy and bring him to DC. All he cares about is his numbers, his followers, or whatever else. He wasn't a football player. He wasn't a guy who loved the game. So therefore, he's not here. When we, when we won the, the Super Bowl last, Callaway, Cal Callaway's talent is better than Kane's and better than Hamilton's. No, mo no yeah. most definitely. Non-stop. Yeah. But when we won the Super Bowl last, yeah. who was on our defensive line? Could you tell me a couple of them? Uh, yeah, Eric Williams. All right. Uh, you, had big, uh, you, you had Fred Stokes. Who was the best defensive lineman we had? Uh, Jumpy Gathers as a pass rusher. Oh, as God. a pass rusher. No, no, In no. In 91, Jumpy Gathers was Dexter a Manning. dominant. I'm Dexter Manning. Well, no, Dexter wasn't Didn't on, Dexter Manning drive his car through the practice facility? I know, but he wasn't. Didn't he do that? Didn't he, he come drunk and drive his car through the bread? We need that. I'll take Dexter right now <laughs> at 63 years old. But Dexter wasn't on the last Super Bowl no, no, He wasn't on the yeah. last Super Bowl team. Yeah. But what I'm saying he's is. He's the best defensive lineman. The, last time we were ever. dominant, we had yes. the Hogs on offense. And a Charles, dominant Charles defensive Mann line. And so when you dominate the trenches, yep. you dominate football. We just watched Philadelphia win without their best player on the field because yep. their defensive line was so dominant and their offensive line and was so dominant. during your era. All right, of playing, we drafted nothing but skill players and didn't draft enough interior D linemen and O linemen at the top of the draft, other than Chris Samuels. And that's why we and lost, now, lost, now, lost. Yeah. 
And now we're two straight but, years with interior defensive but every game in the first we round. lost, we were in it. Maybe once or not twice new, a year. Not New England and Foxborough. Yeah, New England. Oh, no, they ran us out of there. That was just a better team. We had we to get out of there team. for a football Anyone game. Anyone else out. knew they played against us. I know. Uh, the draft is going to start. We're going to carry it all afternoon long. The Redskins pick in roughly a half hour or so. They've got the ninth pick in the fourth round. Kevin Sheehan, Fred Smoot. And Clinton Portis, we're having a blast. And by the way, Deron Payne, Darius Geis, Chris Thompson, Morgan Moses, Mason Foster, maybe even Alex Smith are going to drop hey, by hey. right here outside Section 131. I can't wait to ask those guys if they would have got on the love boat with Smoot. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, man, you know, I'm a part of the Marines in the Navy right now. <laughs> yeah, you're listening to our Team 980 exclusive draft day show from FedEx Field.